Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the easiest way to replace your standard speed pump or maybe a failing variable speed pump with another variable speed pump. I'm not going to go into too much details about the merit of this or the reasons. I'm going to go over just some simple ways to upgrade your current pool pump. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I'll cover briefly just some things about VS Pumps that are one good reason to upgrade and that is that they're going to save you energy on your electric bill. Your kilowatt hour usage is based on your total consumption in most areas, and your single speed pool pump is one of the biggest consumers of electricity next to your air conditioner. And I think it's a great idea to upgrade it if you want to save money. You're not going to see the savings up front because the VS pump, barrel speed pump, is more expensive than a single speed pump, but you're going to see the savings over the course of two or three years on your electric bill, especially in the summertime. That's a great reason to upgrade from a single speed pump to a variable speed pump or VS pump, as I'm going to refer to it here in this podcast. Now, there used to be rebates from your electric company. There may still be some that offer rebates. I haven't found too many rebates on products available at this point in my area. You could find, if you go to your electric company's website, there may be a rebate link and you may find some there. But currently, I don't think there's any offered in my area specifically. However, my electric company, Southern California Edison, does have a list of their top picks as far as ideal for energy efficiency. And this is something interesting because the top three pumps on their list are Hayward pumps. It's the uh, 230 volt Hayward TriStar VS, which is one of them is rated for Hayward uh, W3SP260. That's rated for um, the 99% energy efficiency, which is pretty good. I'm not sure exactly which model Hayward that is. There's no actual uh, model name on that one, just the model number. And then next up is the TriStar and then the Hayward 2.7. All those are in the 90s, 90, 94, 99. And then there's more Hayward pumps that there's another Hayward pump rated 90. And then the Pentarantelaflow VSF pump is rated 77. And same with the Intelliflow VS SVRS, which you don't want that one unless you have a, a commercial pool. The Waterway Power Defender pump is rated at 52. And then you have the Pentair Intelliflow I2 rated at 40. And you get an idea of the ratings. I'm not sure how they get these energy ratings, but they're pretty efficient. I wouldn't say there's a huge difference between a 90% energy efficiency and a 77 or even a 50. It's going to save you a lot of electricity bottom line. And to be honest with you, how you set your run speed and time is going to save you the most money versus a particular pump. 
So I wouldn't refer to this as like, you know, this is like the gold standard of, you know, rating energy. I think if you set, you know, a Hayward TriStar VS at 3450 RPMs for 12 hours a day, you're not going to save any money if you do that. And if you run in a Teleflow VS for, you know, 10 hours a day at 1800 RPMs, you're going to save a lot of money. So the runtime and run speed are the most critical things. They're going to save you money bottom line, and you could pick depending on your preference, but I think you should pick more on ease of installation, and that's what I'm going to be talking about here. The hardest thing to do when you're replacing one of these pumps in an existing equipment pad is to put in the new pump. That's just the bottom line. Here in California, maybe not so much in Texas or other areas we have a lot of real estate, there's not much room in California equipment pads because every square foot of property is valuable here and nothing is wasted, especially in my area of Los Angeles County. It's, you know, I think the medium home price is like close to a million dollars, which is totally insane. We're nowhere near how much it costs for land on the Las Vegas Strip. But if you were to Google that, one acre of land on the Las Vegas Strip is worth anywhere from 275 to $30 million per acre. Not quite at that level yet in Southern California, but the land is valuable. Every 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 square inch is something of value. And so the equipment pads here are really compact. I mean, most manufacturers say that you need, you know, 18 inches of straight pipe or 12 inches of straight pipe before the pump curves into the ground. Here in California, you're lucky to get like six inches before you're curving into the ground towards the pool. So that gives you an idea of how tight everything is here. So putting in a pump is one of the things that could become a real project for anyone in California or anywhere where the pads are tight. And you want to make it as easy as possible. So my default is always to go with the pump that's already installed in there and then try to match the VS pump to the pump that's installed there. As an example, if you have a Pentair Whisper Flow, which, by the way, is probably the most common pump in my area. If you're back east, probably the Hayward Super Pump. But here in California, the Whisper Flow dominates. I think, you know, 70% of my accounts have Whisper Flows. It's really crazy. The Pentair rep in my area, of my area of Southern California, was just phenomenal. And he just tan is everywhere, you know, painted tan in the backyards. So the Whisper Flow is popular. So if I was going to upgrade a Whisper Flow pump, I would definitely go with a Pentair pump to make it easy. You can go with the new Pentair Whisperflow VS or an older Intelliflow VS. The newest one doesn't really match up directly with the Whisperflow, the VS3. But if you go with the older Intelliflow or if you go with the Whisperflow VS pump, you're going to be perfectly fine because the wet end, the pump pot, however you want to refer to it, is the most crucial component because of the inlet and outlet of the plumbing. So if you don't have to redo the inlet and outlet of the pool plumbing, installing this pump is going to be really simple, especially if there's unions. If there's no unions, it's still pretty easy. You'll just cut the pipe back a little further, and then you'll install the unions and install the pump. But the important thing is that the inlet coming from the pool, the water coming from the skimmer into the pump, is going to line up directly with the front of that pump without you having to raise or lower the pump on the equipment pad, which is really critical when you're thinking of an install. You want to make things simple. Now, if the customer wants to go with a Jandy speed set pump, Jandy is smart enough to include different bases in their pump. 
and these bases can be used to adjust the Jandy pump to a specific height for another pump. So I have the Jandy Flow Pro Speed Set Manual open here. I'm looking at the manual here and the page, let me get the page number for you so you can pull it up. Page 10 of this particular manual has the adjustable base and basically you have a chart and a photo of the base. So the small base, if you're going to install the Jandy Flow Pro Speed Set and different VS uh, total horsepower, this one here is a 1.85. It all, all of them are pretty much the same dimension. It's just that the base is what's important. So if you're installing the Jandy Flow Pro and you have a Hayward Super 2, you would use the small base included. If you have a Jandy Plus HP or a Jandy Max HP, you use the small base as included. If you have a Pentair Whisper Flow, you would use the small base as included plus the small spacers on top of it. So the, these are four clips that you would clip into the small base and that would give you the equivalent of matching the inlet and outlet up with the Jandy pump. And then you can also get the small, and also for the Stay Right Dyna Glass. There's probably not too many Stay Right uh, Dyna Glass pumps still around. And if you wanted to um, install it with a different Stay Right pump, which there are still some Stay Right pumps in my area, you'd have to order the optional larger base and you would stack it on top of the small included base that's in the box already. The large base is the RO546400, and then you would just stack that on top of the small base that's included, and that matches up to the Stay Right Maxi Pro, Stay Right Duraglass, Duraglass 2, and Maxi Glass pumps. So Jandy is smart enough to know that if you're going to match the pump up to the inlet and outlet, you're going to need a little bit of help, and this is a great way to help you match up the height of the pump so that it matches up with the inlet and outlet of an existing pool pump. And since I mentioned the total horsepower, I'll just touch on that briefly here so that I don't forget. Total horsepower is really important. I think if you're going from a 1.5 horsepower pump, you can easily get away with a total horsepower of 1.65 or 1.85. There's not much need to go to 2.7 or 3 horsepower total horsepower. If you have a 1 horsepower single speed pump, you can easily get away with a 1 horsepower VS pump or 1.65 total horsepower. So you don't have to jump from technically a 1.5 horsepower to a 3 horsepower. 80% of the time you can get away with a horsepower that matches really close to the single speed pump you currently have in there now. That'll save you some money also because the lower total horsepower VS pumps are a little bit less expensive than maybe a 2.7 or 3 total horsepower. And besides that, if you have a 1 horsepower single speed pump, chances are you're on a 120 volt breaker, which means that if you even if even if you put in a 3 horsepower VS pump, it's going to modulate its power down to match the voltage, and so you're probably going to get like 1.5 or 1.6 total horsepower out of that pump, and you just spent like an extra $500 for no reason. So try to match your total horsepower with the current single speed horsepower, with the current horsepower of the VS pump you're replacing, and you can save some money in that regards. Now, if you want to change out the pump and you can't find one that matches, maybe you have like an Amazon cheap pump in there and nothing seems to match, you can install the pump. You can use cinder blocks. You can use bricks. I, I had a pump where it was on a cinder block. It was kind of weird. That's why it says cinder block. It's kind of the first thing that popped in my head because it was kind of unusual looking. So it was a a um it was a Pentair Whisper Flow pump and it was kind of a weird equipment pad where the 
pipes are coming up above from above the pump. And so when this installer installed the new VS pump, he raised the pump up to the same height as the plumbing coming from the ground. Again, this the VS pump, the uh, standard speed pump was like below the plumbing. And so it was like one foot or two feet higher than the pump, which is weird. And so when he installed it, he did something smart. He raised the pump up to match the plumbing so it would just be straight level and it wouldn't have to fight the gravity of kind of pulling the water at that height. And it was good, but it looked kind of awkward on, you know, two cinder blocks sitting up there. Probably nothing that extreme going to happen. So you can use maybe some a brick or you can, I mean, not one brick, but a layer of bricks on the bottom. You can also go to Home Depot and look for like, you know, one of those paving stones. If you have like dirt, you would put them there to walk on. They're like one inch usually in height. And they sell pads at your supplier that you can put there. Bottom line is you want to make it easy by maybe raising the pump up so it matches the inlet and the outlet. And you want to, of course, make sure the outlet is lined up first, and then you would match the inlet because the outlet is harder to change in the inlet in most cases. You can also use two 90-degree sweep elbows and put them together at a certain angle. Now, go to Home Depot or go to your supplier and get two 90-degree sweep elbows, and you kind of get the idea of what I'm talking about and just kind of play with the configuration. And this is a great way to match up a pump if the inlet maybe is too high or too low. And, you know, you can match it up pretty easily with those 90-degree sweep elbows. But, you know, you want to try to get a pump that matches without having to do too much movement. Now, there's some manufacturers that are pretty smart. They'll make a pump that will match a current configured pump that's popular. For instance, the Penta Whisper Flow, everyone knows that's really popular on the West Coast. So a company like Circapool, they have a Smart Flow VS pump. And the inlet and outlet, or the wet end of that pump, matches the Inlet and outlet of a Whisper Flow pump by Pentair. Same thing with the Black & Decker. I believe the Black & Decker pump is made by the same company that makes the Circapool Smart Flow pump. That should match up perfectly with the Whisper Flow pump. There are probably other pumps that match up pretty well with the existing pump you have there. So if you check with the manufacturer, if you have a Hayward pump or Jandy pump, it may be wise to call over there to Hayward or Jandy and ask him, and even Pentair, and ask him what pump matches with what pump. It's pretty easy with Pentair because if you have a Superflow pump, the Superflow VS would match up with that. If you have a Whisperflow pump, the Whisperflow VS would match up with that. Or an older, not an older, but a newer model, not the newest model, Intelliflow VS pump would match up with the Whisperflow. I think the Whisperflow VS is a great pump and it's a great concept because you know that Pool Pros are really partial on like the Pentair Superflow VS and we've installed a lot of these and replaced a lot of whisper flows with these and why not make a whisper flow vs with a little bit more total horsepower and the same controller on the back so i think it was a smart product decision and it makes matching up your whisper flow pump really easy because now there's a whisper flow vs pump i would stay away from getting a cheap replacement pump even if it matches up because you know really how much you pay for something kind of equates to the value of that particular product if you get a vs pump for 500 dollars chances are you're buying a 500 dollars vs pump it may last one or two years it may last six months it may last three or four years but not going to be the quality is not going to be there compared to a major manufacturer vs pump like jandy hayward and pentair and waterway they make some really good vs pumps as well so you want to buy a vs pump from the big three or from someone like waterway that makes you know pretty good vs pumps aquastar also makes a vs pump 
I'm not sure if the inlet and outlet match up with anything currently on the market. It would be smart if they have the wet end match to something that's really popular like the Hayward Super Pump or something like that. I think manufacturers should at least include a base like Jandy does. I believe Waterway has a base. I can't remember offhand if they do or not. But the base would be good so you can modify it to match up. So let's say that your pump, let's say you have a Pentair Whisper Flow pump and it's maybe seven years old. So the wet end or the pump pot area where the pump basket's in is still in pretty good shape. And you really don't want to just cut it out or remove it and spend, you know, $1,800 or $2,000 on a new pump. And you see these back end where they have the motor with the VS drive on back with the controller. And you're wondering if you should just maybe just take off the old motor, single speed motor, let's say it's a 1.5 horsepower, and put on one of these motors that have the VS drive on back. What's my opinion on these? I think they're a great option if you want to save money. And I'm all for saving money. And it's, a, again, a great option if you're on a budget and you just want to upgrade the VS pump. But you don't want to spend the money to put the whole thing in there. I think it's not bad. You just have to choose carefully. Read the reviews of them. Century makes them. Nidec makes them. Nidec is kind of newer on the market. And they make a Neptune VS motor that goes in the back of a lot of popular pumps. It'll fit just almost all the pumps out there, except for some outlier pumps. And I think Nidec would be my choice because they're made in Mexico now. They moved their factory from China over to Mexico. Not that China is a bad place to manufacture, but I think Pentair back in the day used to make their pumps in Mexico. And so it would be easy for them to go across the border and check on the factory, check on the production, check on quality control. Whereas going into China is a little more difficult. Flying over there, you can't go as much and it's not the same quality control by the fact that you can just kind of just, you know, here in California, you can drive across the border and inspect the factory here and go to Mexico. So NIDEC made the decision to move their pump manufacturing. And by the way, NIDEC is U.S. motor. If you're an older pool guy like me, you're like, hey, who is this NIDEC company or NIDEC? I think NIDEC is a way to pronounce it. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. But they are actually U.S. motors. They're, they're a Japanese-named company, and they have their production now in Mexico, and they make a solid variable speed pump. In fact, I think the new Pentair Whisperflow VS, if I'm not mistaken, the actual motor on back is a Nidec motor. Now, a lot of the companies will use Century motors on their VS pumps, and Nidec is the other brand. So they're kind of interchangeable. I would say Nidec has the edge now over Century. Their V-Green pump is okay. But with Nidec having better quality control, I think I would go with that particular pump on the back end. And there's other brands that are out there that are kind of just off brands. You can definitely go with one of those as well. It'll save you some money, but in the long run, it's not going to have a lot of the same communication capacities as, you know, the IntelliFlow pump or the WhisperFlow VS or the Jandy Speedset. The controller is not going to be super high end like the Jandy Speedset. So you're going to sacrifice a little bit in not overall quality of the pump, I should say, but maybe overall styling and ease of use. But it's a great option if you're on a budget and you don't want to spend $1,800 or $2,000 on a new VS pump. You just want to buy the motor on the back with the drive and the VS controller. And that'll save you significant, a significant amount of money. I think those start at like four or $500, six or $700 for the higher total horsepower. And they're easy. You just take the bolts, remove the motor, install the new VS motor with a new pump seal. And I have a video, by the way, on how to do this with the NIDEC VS, NIDEC VS pump. 
just take that off and then you can watch the video on YouTube and you can see how I do it. It's simple. It takes maybe 30 minutes or 45 minutes and then there's no replumbing necessary. You don't have to worry about matching the inlet and outlet and it's an easy way to upgrade your VS pump. So you have plenty of options out there. I think my default would always be to go with the particular manufacturer pump that's in there so it matches up easily and perfectly in most cases with maybe just replacing the unions. Unscrewing the unions would be the ideal replacement and just putting a new one in there. And then the VS motors are another easy way to upgrade your VS pump. Looking for other podcasts I've recorded? You can find those on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of over 1,300 podcasts that I have there. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.